You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to The Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Thank you, uh, thank you, Kyrie. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, uh, RJ. How cool of Ian was was he to do that? Yeah, Ian Ian Joy. I mean, you know, former MLS, former European, former uh, St. Pauli FC uh, for fans of the Bundesliga as well. Now uh, calls the games for NYCFC on Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, I've got confirmation from him that he's going to, even though he's moved to Los Angeles to go work with Fox Sports, he will still be calling the home games for next season. Oh, cool. So really exciting. Love his color commentary. I only got a few chances to actually listen um, to him calling the games because he calls the home matches. And obviously you and I are, are season ticket holders, so we're there. But the few times that I was uh, unable to attend and I was on the road, I got a chance to watch the games. And uh, God, he does a wonderful job. I forget the other gentleman who's with him um, at the moment. But uh, God, they do a wonderful job. They do. On, uh, on the, and, you know, and, and also I would like to say that I got a chance to listen to Glenn crooks on uh on wcbs on uh he does the uh games on the radio there on wfan i should say which is owned by cbs and uh god he doesn't know what he does a wonderful job and i didn't know this he was a he was a coach over at rutgers in the women's team and he was one of the few he was one of the coaches that uh discovered carly lloyd oh famous for her uh you know uh, thrashing of the <laughs> of, end of an entire of Japan. She, yeah, she started. She, she's the reason she started World War Three. Yeah, yeah. Started <laughs> and ended. That's how good she is. She started, and they were like, you know what? We're done with this war after that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Carly, famous Carly Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he found her, and he does an absolutely amazing job. He also called the uh, women's national team parade on WFAN uh, when I called in to defend it because so many of those. American fans were just not American regular American <laughs> sports fans were just not happy. Yeah. I was spending how much money? One point five million? I, I swear to God, like three guys said broads. <laughs> for a couple pray for a couple broads. You know? They were like Steve and Queens. Can we find got? can we find that? I would love to hear that. I didn't get to hear that. Yeah. I had I called in, I had to defend. Yeah, yeah. I actually tried to see if they had like uh, audio of it. I know sometimes on YouTube mm-hmm. people will rip radio shows and stuff. I guess they did not do this because it was a special event. So Okay couldn't find it i was trying to actually get it audio go get the audio for us sure sure that would have been great uh i mean it's uh very trying times at the moment yeah we we are sans a coach (laughs) and sans a coaching staff (laughs) we are starting from scratch yeah we're right back to where we actually we're behind where we were last year (laughs) this time last year we had a coach coaching staff but no players Mm -hmm. now we have players, players no coach yeah no coaching staff uh, so if you don't, if you aren't aware, if you're listening to this, which I, it would be very strange if you're listening to this and not aware, if we're yeah. shocking you. Then you need, I mean, you need to follow some yeah. sort of sports, uh, related Twitter account. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> anything. Because this was, this big news in the soccer world. Yeah. Uh, uh, Europeans we're talking about, which, you know, go ahead. I, I just want you to say No, no, no. But finish your, finish your point. No, I was going to say, well, you're going to, you haven't said what it was. Oh yet. yeah. So, yeah. uh, uh, head coach. Manager, yeah, of NYCFC gaffer, if you will, <laughs> water boy, yeah, uh, <laughs> he yeah. did it all. Jesus Christ, uh, head coach Jason Christ is uh, was he's uh, been crucified, rem- <laughs> <laughs> crucified, yeah, he's uh, been Christ, uh, he has been 
in the in the in the NYCFC email yes. uh, from the team, he's been removed from his post. Yeah, and uh, they've parted ways. <laughs> they parted ways. How of a, how gentle yeah. <laughs> a euphemism is that? Right. Uh, so I heard Joey. I heard you got divorced. <laughs> yeah, we actually parted ways. <laughs> it's a little. She's removed me from my post <laughs> of uh, of husband allowing me to slip it in her. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Uh, he is gone. He has been fired uh, after one season with the team. You know, it's not like there wasn't rumors of it happening for like I mean, two from, weeks leading up. I, I want to say two weeks after the season started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was there was some rough patches there. Uh, and I think you and I were split on this. I think you thought he wasn't going to get fired, and I thought he was. That, right? That's right. Yeah. And uh, it turns out to be true. <laughs> he got fired. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of rumors, you know, came out after the fact. A lot of what people think were were spinning, you know, the, the spinning the facts. Well, you know, I, from the NYCFC side, without uh, let's say without any of the speculation, how uh, what did you think of the firing? Um, because. Because the rumors started, because so many people were attaching themselves to specific names, Patrick Vieira, uh, you know, Fabio Capello, mm-hmm. some people on the fringe, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. But once once a certain name gets out and every, it's not like transfer, it's not like the transfer rumors where everyone's like, Arsenal's definitely going to bid on Iguain or Benzema, which mm-hmm. now would be tough because he can only wear orange. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like... All of these things, like other than that, like whenever somebody says like this person's going to get fired and this everyone seems to agree this is the person and then they have like general conversations with that person that where he alludes to it. Once all that starts happening, I was under the impression that it was it was very it, it, it took I thought it would take the players standing up and fighting for Christ to keep his job. Sure. Um and, you know, I don't agree with the sentiment that, like, European team came in and said, let's try it the American way and get the best American available. Oh, uh, that didn't work. Well, then let's just do it our way because our way seems to work. I don't agree with that sentiment. Um, I agree. You know, any other American sport, if they say your goal is that, like, you know, the Yankees, you know, your your job is to win. If you don't win, you're fired. And it's not to say you don't win the championship every year. You don't win a chip. You're out. But your goal was to get in the playoffs. And I agree with uh, City Football Group, the owners of uh, New York City Football Club, where I do think he was given the the tools necessary to at least get in the playoffs. And we weren't that far from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that 11-game winless streak, that ripped the season apart. And we still had a shot up until three games before the season ended. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you think about that, we should have... Uh, been in the playoffs. So if you ask me a long, long way to answer your story, I was under the impression it was going to happen. And to be completely honest, I was kind of, even though I'm not a hashtag Christ out guy, I was kind of looking forward to it. Cause I said, you know what this, there were so many things that were so frustrating that I think it's probably best to get somebody in here who the three DPs are going to respect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but definitely. And that's it. And and get someone that at the very least isn't going to shuffle the starting eleven as much as he did. And, and I think in you, you know so before uh, I th- I didn't think they would fire him. I thought it would, I thought one season. Yeah, you were under the impression was, that that was ridiculous because it just seemed it seemed absurd that you yeah. need to, obviously it's just one season. Give yeah. him another chance. Like yeah. I mean, almost even NBA teams are a little bit more yeah. reasonable than that. But he was with the company for two years. Sure, but but one season, obviously playing the game. Uh, but after reading all this stuff, uh, a lot of the articles after he got fired. Yeah, and uh, this is 
it made me understand why he was fired and and not even just sort of uh the rumors and stuff like that but the the things about him uh uh sort of uh, definitely dealing with the designated players like i he didn't come from a coaching background where he had stars like that no not at all he'd never played alongside stars at that caliber he'd never managed stars of that caliber and it's not to say that he couldn't i think he could but you know when you lose the locker room you know when you have three guys in a room that the majority of everyone else looks up to yeah especially someone like pirlo who's probably everyone in that in that room's he could be coaching the team as well as yeah, playing. He's, he's got to be one of everyone in that room's top five favorite players. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's not, he doesn't have to be the best player in the world, but he's, everyone loves him. If that guy doesn't buy into what you're doing, then if David Villa, who's clearly here to play, he's not here to fucking retire. To retire I'm sorry, I swear again. I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard uh, to not swear on this thing. Um, but he clearly didn't come here to retire. I don't know about the other two guys, but David Villa came here to play, man. He is putting everything out on that pitch every night if he's not buying into what you're doing no one is going to buy into what you're doing and as soon as you lose the locker room you're done there's nothing you're going to do short of make benching a big player and and having that lead to winning that's going to get you to win that room back nothing at all the owner could come out and and be on your side nothing will get you a locker room back and that's it you're done and there was a there was a quote uh that before christ got fired from an anonymous player that just said I rather lose than win for Jason Christ. Which I mean, do you need any? I mean, you <laughs> after you heard that, would yeah. you want him to be the manager of your team, your the head coach, if you will? It's that kind of statement is definitely ridiculous and pretty terrible. But it, it really depends on who it comes from. Yeah, because if it's if it's some guy on the bench, then it's like, well, who are you? Yeah, Kwame Watson, Sirabo. <laughs> like, all right, well, okay, you're very dispensable. Yeah, you can't yeah. say that. Uh, so okay, goodbye then. But it, yeah. but it, reportedly, it's a, it was apparently David Villa who said that. Yeah, and that's that's a very huge deal. So he is, uh, you know, it. it the designated player system is is definitely great for the for the for the game for for MLS. It definitely uh, attracts more people uh, to the stadiums, but that kind of uh, it, it it puts the designated players above the the coaches themselves, right? As opposed to you know, yeah, it, 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 like this happens in with, with stars in in. Um, uh, in other in other sports, so like in baseball, some of these you know when A Rod is making uh, uh, you know thirty million a season, yeah. and the and the manager is making two, uh, sometimes it, it you know some of these athletes will not will tend to not respect the the player because they feel like they're more important, and not just solely based on how much money they're making, but the money they're making sort of determines their value to the team. Uh, it's part of you know I mean he he had to have known. That these things were going to happen when you took over such a high-profile team. Yeah, you know he had to have known that that was a potential. He had to have known, and it, you know, here's the thing: like, if you're gonna be a manager of a team or a head coach, because I know that's what they call it here, if you're gonna be the head coach of a team like New York City Football Club with the amount of money that's going to be spent, you have to make some type of consideration for the fact that you may be battling with some well-seasoned 
difficult personalities that aren't going to respect you because you haven't accomplished anything. Yeah. And that's it. Look, I mean, and, and whether we like it or not, then it, and, and for everyone who's like, well, then only get American players and only. Well, then we're we're isolated. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're not a part of the world's game. We're isolated. And that's going to continue happening because we have all of these insane rules in the sport. And look, I love MLS. I've said this a bunch of times. I love MLS. But the further we get away from the way the rest of the world plays the game, the less people are going to care until we are the top league, which may or may not happen. And if it does, it's going to be very far away until we're that league where people want to play. Our coaches and our players who have only played or performed here are not going to get respect anywhere else because everywhere else it's a world market. You know, a kid in Costa Rica's goal is not to play for the top level Costa Rican clubs. It's to play for Barca or Real Madrid and you hope, you know, or Arsenal, you know, and, and you hope you're... Well, this is striker position available in Real Madrid. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody's uh, available. As long as you've never tried to, you know, I don't know, <laughs> get money out of your buddy for a sex tape. Uh, but like, we'll you know, like... T- we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll cover all of that later. Uh, but like, unless, you know, like if that's your goal and, and American fans want a lot of the, the MLS snobs, because I know there's the other side is European now. Euro snobs the MLS snobs seem to want just well like Landon Donovan you only played here so on and so forth sure but that's I mean that that puts us on the outskirts that yeah, puts yeah. us on the outside that's not a way to to beat the world that's a way to just you know sort of plug our own ego yeah because uh you know they say obviously in any sport you're only as good as your best competitor yeah actually like when I used to play basketball I played against I played against people that were much better than me and I got better now I got tossed around I got it I look like an idiot out there but I was getting better and then when I played my friends I was I was wiping the court with them you know so it's it's all it's all about you know what you end up doing and and and, you know I don't know they're talking about Bob Bradley Uh, they 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 said he was one of the names of uh, that was going to potentially come manage New York okay and he's out in Europe you know doing his thing Mm -hmm. so well uh, due to this the only news you know in this uh, Christ firing is not it's not just about Jason Christ because there was also uh, Alexis Gate uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had, at not Alexis Gate at not Alexis Gate so jeez uh, Alexis Guerreros uh, of the Cooligans comedian in New York City yeah uh, uh, let's just start off by saying comedian <laughs> comedian yes but obviously a big soccer fan yeah obviously in touch with the soccer community very much so M- much more than you know uh, for as, for a comedian. It, very much you're very plugged in to the soccer community yeah. globally yes you know uh, and but in just in general like you're you're probably more in touch with even some like soccer journalists or so- soccer yeah, people you, a, you're very involved i'm a big i am i'm a big fan Mm-hmm. Of 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 some of the people that cover the sport because they, I don't think it reminds me of a lot of comedy. They don't get paid a lot. It's a lot of yeah. hard work, um, and you know it takes a long time for any of them to really start getting their their due. Yeah. Uh, so I I sort of associate with that, and I like to talk to people that yeah. cover it at a deep level, and you know that has led me to make some uh, relationships close to New York City Football Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, from time to time when something big is happening, I'll start sending texts or make phone calls to, hey, see, yeah. and it's not, so, I don't, I'm not a journalist. I'm not putting any of these things in a, in, a, in a blog post or anything. This is just for me, for my knowledge. Exactly. And then every once in a while, I'll, I'll anonymously you, post it on Twitter. And as long as things have started to come out. You yeah, know, you're giving back to the community. I like to think so. Yeah, you know, you're, you're engaging uh, with, with soccer fans. And yeah. that, I think, 
think that's a that's a cool thing. Harmless, harmless, ha- very harmless. Very, uh, and by the way, I'm not making any of these things up. These are <laughs> things that yeah. are that are that are that I've heard, and I'm, I think I feel like I'm. You know, let me share with the soccer community because we don't really have a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, that that do that for us, and I said, let me help. Exactly. So, uh, so I guess maybe some background on this. So, you recently put out a tweet on uh, November second, eight thirty four p.m. Right. I started by shitting on, uh, by by making fun of the Red Bulls a little bit. Yeah. Because a lot of their fans were really enjoying the Christ. Uh, announcement, and mm-hmm. then after I did a couple of those, and they got some very good reactions, a couple of retweets, you know, yeah. very nice. So that was, you know, your your comedic uh, uh, sensibility kicked in. Come like, right in, defending so, New York City Football Club, exactly, and and you know, uh, uh, ribbing a little bit, right? And little it, little banter. Never heard anyone a little <laughs> very bants. fun. And uh, so one, and then one of your tweets, and uh, then I decided, let me give some inside information. Yeah, Not any inside information, but people were going back and forth, and I said, hey, let me share what I've heard. Maybe people will be interested in this. Exactly, and and I, this is what happens when this is sort of the whenever a a celebrity or like some sort of actor or actress takes a takes upon a cause, right? Especially like political, yeah. And then they comment on it, and then everybody's like, "Stick to acting, you dummy! Yeah, 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 you don't yeah. know any. This is the real. You don't know anything yeah. about. You're it. not saying something I already agree with. <laughs> yeah. So get out of this world. And you're right because I've decided to act in a movie. I can't have an opinion on anything. Correct. So, uh, I, you mind if I read the tweet? Please, I read free. the tweet. So, uh, not Alexis. At eight thirty-four p.m. November second, twenty fifteen. <laughs> like evidence. <laughs> I'm. I'm reading this through an evidence bag, actually. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My laptop is in the evidence <laughs> bag. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, you're going to read this word for word. Right? I am going to. Okay. Read. So, um, from multiple sources, so this not Alexis, right? Uh, from multiple sources close to NYCFC. Close to. Close, correct. Christ didn't give direction in training, lacked an overall match day plan, and didn't give tactical direction. Right, which is a very there's there's no there's no humor there. There's no there's joke. No humor. There's no punchline. There's no, no premise. Uh, <laughs> there's there's no just, there's no setup. Just, no punchline. Just accusations. Just uh, three strong stru- accusations. Correct. Accusations. So th- so this is a very big deal because uh, Jason Christ is, as we've learned, yeah, very very much respected in the soccer community. Yeah, especially in Salt Lake. In Salt Lake. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, uh, the firestorm. Yeah, um, I thought a couple of people would see that. And, and I think I made a mistake in making it too absolute where um, I didn't have enough characters and that's my fault to say that's what Twitter's fault really yeah 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 I mean (laughs) come on Twitter uh text is 160 you couldn't give me 20 more (laughs) I think what I meant to say and I stand by what I put because this is what I had heard but Mm -hmm. what I meant to say was lacked giving tactical direction you know uh did not do enough of as opposed to did not do any yeah and I think that's how it was read and everyone who read it that way is every has every right to have read it that way because that's how it comes across Mm -hmm. uh but again you know in my voice what I meant to say was um didn't do enough of those things or did them but didn't do them in in a a way that uh, helped the team correct and uh, I think people, uh, th- people, I think a couple people were a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let's uh, let's just go through. I'll just kind of uh, fly just through randomly, randomly of, pick a few. Of this. So to your credit, you got twenty three retweets, yeah. t- twenty eight likes uh, slash favorites. You yeah. know, uh, Twitter recently changed that. Changed that. Uh, uh, and by the way, those are not the quoted retweets. Those are just direct retweets. <laughs> They're okay, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so these are t- at least twenty three people stood by your remarks or wanted to just 
send it off and look look at this idiot. <laughs> yeah, which I think a lot of that. I would say twenty two of them are that. Sure, it's which is a really odd way to like. It, it's almost like hate liking retweeting yeah. someone. It's like it's helping me. Well, it, you know, it makes it's, me it, look good. It's almost like uh, people who retweet uh, something racist people said. Yeah, uh, which is I don't I don't like it. it it's, it's it's like, like an ironic. Let's gold this person but you're also like patting them on the perpetuating back perpetuating the racism yeah, right here yeah. so i don't know what you would tend to do by that uh so uh the first uh remark was from uh, a gentleman uh sean stefan uh he goes first uh after that you know after the tweet first i have to check your credibility as a comedian tell us a joke yeah uh, which is which is you know i expected more of that I, I don't think many people did that. Just no, uh, that guy I actually responded to, and I said buy a ticket, and that's right. And then he goes, yeah, you, your website says they're free, and which is a burn, yeah. quote unquote. But then you know, uh, we but do a lot he, of free shows, and yeah. you were just like, okay, yeah, then come to a show. Yeah, they're free. I was like, okay, well then don't <laughs> buy a ticket, just show up. Exactly. Uh, so very, uh, you know what? It's good on you to not. You didn't get angry. No, I'm because again, I'm a comedian. I'm not a journalist. This mm-hmm. isn't my livelihood. I simply was sharing information with the world that I don't think anybody wanted to hear. <laughs> and I was well under the impression that there's a chance I might be wrong. Correct. Like I was expecting people to say like, hey, I heard the same thing, but here's actually what happened. And then now we're in a conversation. That wasn't happening. People were like, you're stupid. Oh, because- you wanted to have educated debate with <laughs> <Yeah>. people on Twitter? <laughs> my fault. My bad. <laughs> I think you make a little mistake there. What's funny is like, I've never had anything but positive i mean except for like some tottenham fans and some red bull fans i've had nothing but like really positive and some cosmos fans nothing but positive interactions because the american soccer community is relatively small yeah so we we, so we're like defend each other exactly not me not me not at all (laughs) everybody saw a bus and they said hey let's push this fat guy under in front of it a bunch a bunch of people just uh you know defended uh jason christ some people said uh a a man named uh, at rich uh balchin uh just said which now I feel bad because it it almost I I feel bad for his last name because I feel people may, must have made fun of him calling him Balchin. Balchin. But I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. But it's C H A N. Rich Bal Balchan. But they must have called him Balchin. They gotta call him Balchin. <laughs> You've heard the old joke. What are what are nuts on the wall? Walnuts. What are nuts on your chest? Chestnuts. Nuts. What are nuts on your chin? <laughs> Dig in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I knew the joke, and I don't know why I laughed like a 12 year old. <laughs> I also think you were like, How's he going to get at us without swearing? <laughs> and I didn't. I just um, barreled right through it. So, children listening, feel free to use that. A lot at of lunch people, table. Blue City Radio, I completely disagree. I've, I have seen him working with players at training, I have seen tactical notes after games. Uh, and again, I think that's where the miscommunication on my end came from. Yeah. It's not to say that he didn't do it at all, but it wasn't anything that was, he wasn't doing enough of it and it wasn't helpful. And the direction from what I heard and to clarify my statement. So if anyone's listening to this, if you feel free to get additionally angry from what I've heard is he would give direction specific to what was happening in training, um, but not anything that would help the team okay. on the weekend. Cause we were episode four of the podcast of the cool against podcast is at a new uh, NYCFC. We were there. Practice. We were there. Yeah. He, he was yelling at people, talking to people. Yeah. Uh, there, we so, saw him giving direction. <laughs> we did see him. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen it with my own eyes. <laughs> so we can't say that he didn't do it at all. Right. Uh, I think what people were, from what I heard, it was like direction towards, hey, well, here's what you didn't do in this training, as opposed to, guys, let's set up in this formation. Guys, let's do this. Make sure that we practice this. Let's do 
you know, these things. Yeah. So because you know. very credible, uh, uh, you know, uh, soccer writers started responding. Right. Uh, Nick Chavez, who, who's been on the Cooligans, yeah. uh, on the on the YouTube videos. Right. He will be wiped from all of them. But yeah, no, he's been, <laughs> I'm kidding. He's, he wrote, uh, 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 Christ was known for his obsessive micromanaging. I hope NYCFC folks aren't making this ish up. Yeah. Uh, so people also seem to think that like I was fed that by NYCFC sure, you to help spin the, the, the firing, <laughs> which would be a minimum. Why, why go to you? Yeah, of all? Yeah. We can't, we're we gonna... can't record at any <laughs> event because they take our mics from us, except the training. We kind of got approved. And but all of a sudden they're gonna be like, let's get Alexis let's, on yeah. the case. We're gonna we're gonna like a uh, uh, channel. Uh, we're gonna feed some information to the comedy community, and yeah. from there <laughs> yeah. it will go all over Mushroom the world. Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, right when you think of a of a soccer influencer, let's go with a comedian in New York City. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, a few people just uh, global premiere management, uh, which I don't know exactly what that is. Uh, so, uh, wrote, wrote to you sources are rubbish known Christ's whole coaching career and was, and always has extensive pregame prep our clients thrived under him uh, so I've obviously uh, this uh, is someone who managed ma players managed or players and stuff like that so they are very much defending. Yeah. So the the reason this got this sort of blew up was because you uh, tweeted it and uh, soccer MLS soccer writer. Uh, he's not necessarily associated with MLS, but he's a he's someone who follows the sport. Okay. So okay. American soccer writer Ben Jada. Ben Jada retweeted uh, it, and his I mean he had nothing to do with it besides retweeting it because him and I follow each other, and mm -hmm. he's a he's a friend. He saw it, and I think he retweeted it to say like, oh, this is new information. Yeah. Now he has a very loyal soccer following that has a very far reach so not only do i have somewhat of a of a soccer following he has a very committed soccer following yeah, yeah. i think between me tweeting a couple of people responding to my tweets and he and him retweeting my phone started to buzz out of control sure you had to get a new phone uh, new phone yeah <laughs> because and uh the person i bought it from was a jason christ fan so they threw it on the floor so i had to get another new phone <laughs> uh so if you if you follow not alexis on twitter you can you'll find these tweets i mean there's there's so many so i mean surprisingly so much engagement uh negative engagement towards yeah. uh towards alexis no one's really uh you know too mean but they they definitely for definitely for a uh, an american soccer conversation this is very active this is very surprising yeah i think that's i was actually kind of inspired yeah by everything that i got because i expect three years ago i was on twitter i've been on twitter since i think 08 or 07 mm -hmm. and you know when i started on twitter i could have said whatever the hell i wanted about jason christ no one would have cared you know yeah i could have said anything i wanted about the american soccer community maybe two people would have gotten upset now this is, it, it turned into a thing i had espn radio people from salt lake city uh responding to me and and say, they talked about me on the radio That's they were saying i mean they were saying i think they even mentioned in one of the tweets that they talked about me on the radio like you know it, Okay, that's yeah. awesome, I yeah. guess. Like, we're talking about the sport. Yeah, yeah. If I have to do this all myself, <laughs> then I will. You, you know, are, is, uh, is, your, uh, is your back hurting from carrying the sport, <laughs> Alexis? Carrying the sport <laughs> on these here shoulders. <laughs> hey, listen, if, you, if the players can't do it, if the coaches can't do it, well, then this fat comedian from New York City <laughs> will do it. Uh, so, uh, you know, I love how people thought, like, the Sheik called me up and was like, Alexis, was... we need you to take care of this. <laughs> people get... And, and, the funny thing is they were yelling and I know a lot of them were projecting, which is why I didn't respond to anybody really mm -hmm. uh, besides a few people here and there that were saying some things and I just responded back in, in kind. Uh, 
I think people really projected onto me a lot of the feelings that they feel towards how American coaches are treated and things of that nature. And it's fine. I didn't say these things. I didn't make these up. Yeah, yeah. I simply, information I heard, I'd heard it from multiple people who I assume don't know each other. And I'm like, well, then this is, in my eyes, credible enough for me to send it out and see what the reaction is. Well, I saw the reaction. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't need anyone to have my back or stand by what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I'm not a journalist. You know, we do this out of out of fun. We want to get information out. We want to be people that can feed you guys any information we know. If it's tough to take, well, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes yeah. you need medicine, okay? And that's <laughs> it. Like, I didn't do this to, to, if I would have done this for publicity, I'd be laughing all the way to the bank. I actually gained followers from this. I don't know how that happened. That's great. You would assume people would lose. And I want to say one thing. I know we're getting a little long on this segment. Mm -hmm. So we're going to end. One, again, I'm just a comic, so everybody chill. I, everybody <laughs> chill, put down, you know, trigger, trigger fingers, turn to oh, Twitter fingers. Tell me a joke. You yeah. comic, what is all Oh, oh <laughs> let's see. Like, by the way, imagine I had like the greatest joke in 140 characters. Like, oh, then he might be right because I tested his valor as a comedian. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I didn't think he would pass my challenge yeah. so easily. <laughs> the one thing is funny, like I, Nick Chavez responded, a couple people from uh, uh, responded. I didn't hear anything from Third Rail or Hearts of Oak or, or Temple. Wow, those, the supporters all the groups, supporters yeah. groups I didn't hear a peep not that I'm saying you guys that needed to defend me I just I was really interested in what these guys had to say because they're you know a lot of these guys are even more inside than I am you mm -hmm. know I'm not I'm not heavily inside but I have a few friends you know yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say this uh, one, someone who, who called me out and said based on my experience and this guy is as inside as it gets um, and uh, let me see if I can pull up his name real quick uh, he writes and really is the head of Hudson River Blue uh, Rafael Naboa y Rivera okay um, we've met him. He was on. Rafa, yeah, yeah. He we filmed the, some stuff, but the I don't second think he episode. Made, yeah, did he make it? Yeah, yeah, he, he was on. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful guy. Um, been following MLS his entire its entire span. Mm -hmm. He's been a fan of the MLS for twenty years, uh, and he writes for Hudson River and Blue. And let me tell you, he does an absolutely amazing job. And I'm not saying that. And again, this guy called me out. I'm not saying that because he defended me. Yeah, this guy called me out, and he wrote an amazing piece called "Why Was Jason Christ Fired?" And this is based on things he's heard, things he's seen with his own eyes and the overall sentiment and the three uh, the three significant things which he breaks down in a very nice long read which I love uh, the three reasons why he was fired he disgraced publicly how CFG was constructing the roster so he he, he sort of didn't want uh, the older uh, yeah, yeah. DPs after David Villa whatever he also talked about how he wasn't getting a chance to do what he wanted to do that was the first strike against against him the second strike he didn't set up his players in the best position to succeed and that that's a very heavily weighted statement part of what I said is part of is in there so uh, it's not necessarily the exact positions on the field mm -hmm. that's part of it but he didn't set him up to succeed and that, that's something that I referenced in my tweet and the last one is his players didn't fully buy into what he was trying to do and that's something that you referenced which everyone assumes it was David Villa but a but a player high on the team uh, believed that they'd rather lose than win for him mm -hmm. uh, which to me is such a heavily weighted statement in its own that it takes a lot to say something of that nature because these players, so. especially in soccer, winning is super important every time out. Getting, getting, and you, David Villa was almost crying at the last match when he said, "We're sorry, we didn't win for you." Mm -hmm. He wants to win. If he was the one who said it, or someone at his caliber said that, uh, you would expect that they'd rather lose, they'd rather be embarrassed than win for this coach. If that's all you've 
ever heard, then who cares what I tweeted? Who cares if what I tweeted is 100% true, 60% true, 80% true, 0% true? Once that's the case, the coach has to be gone. I don't yeah. care how much you love Jason Christ, then go be a fan of the next team he manages. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you lose the locker room, you're done. And that's not a joke. That's me being honest. If that's the case, feel free to hate anything I tweet from this point on. <laughs> Apparently, I gain followers when you people hate me, so that's cool. And again, these are from my sources. This isn't anything I did. In fact, you were there for one of the initial source. Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's these right. are you've heard yeah, yeah. some of these I things as heard, well. Yeah, some of the some of the. So again, chatter. send your send your comments to at Chris Polanco. <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's where you can get the most uh, the most up to date news, <laughs> real hot takes on soccer <laughs> at Chris Polanco. I, I've been trying to uh, be a little bit more active on my. Uh, a Twitter account when it comes to you know soccer related things. Yeah, because I I decide whether I'm going to put it on the Cooligans account or mine. Yeah, you seem to put all your soccer stuff on the Cooligans account. I do. Which you're crushing it on gifs, by the way. Oh, you, thanks. You find some amazing gifs. Yeah, that, that uh, my my connection to uh, uh, like uh, soccer related things. I'm like, oh, let me find the humor in a thing. Which is what we said we were going to. Which do. is yeah, <laughs> but but it's also good to have you, you know very you know good insight, which I don't really have. It take I yeah. have to like you know uh, uh, I usually pick it up from you or learn. Yeah. Something we're seeing that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I should find, I should find new sources. Yeah. As How about ball chin, let's get ball chin <laughs> to be our inside guy. I'm sure he's a lovely person. Yeah. I just feel you know, his childhood must have been uh, yeah, terrible. I can't be all I'm saying is that we couldn't have been yeah. the first person to come up with that. No, so your name is Bobby Dickmouth. <laughs> all right, well, this is going to be a tough. A few years for you, kid. <laughs> oh, man. Richard Mouth, is that uh, possible? So, you know, obviously, uh, it, it's going to, next season is going to feel, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. I mean, Thank we have the hit list. Uh, Javier Calle, not repur not purchased, gone. Angelino, gone. Shea Facey, gone. Yeah. Uh, was it, uh, was Kwame Watson? No, Kwame supposedly next, but he's not gone yet. Uh, there's one other person. I don't know I who else. Remember. All I'm saying is. Uh, we have a hit list going on the Cooligan. Uh, yeah, Twitter. It, uh, all I'm saying is uh, do not get rid of anyone whose jersey I purchased. <laughs> yeah. Because that in will, other words, mix. We will we will have a problem. Yeah, I've, we, I've heard uh, a little some rumors that they they, they may want to get rid of mix. And, I've heard those rumors as well. Oh, I, that will no do not. I don't think anyone else can afford to pay his uh, salary. But then again, I mean, we I think we used a lot of our allocation money to pay that off. I think you have to do that again next year. Mm. So that's uh you know a couple people. Not too happy about that so, possibility. Uh, yeah, there's a there's there's gonna be a lot of. Uh, oh, Ryan Mira went back. Obviously, Jason Christ. We know uh -huh. Angelino and Shea Facey. Okay. So, guys, if you're listening, if you hear of other players that are that have gotten, yeah, let us know. Have gotten nixed. Let us know. We are running a uh, a uh, sort of like um, kind of like a Twitter hit list, if you will. Got a couple red X's next to everyone's name. That's right. And we'll keep updating it. We'll keep responding to it and adding to it. So Ryan Mira went back to the Red Bulls. Jason Christ went back to learning how to yell at players again because apparently he didn't do it here. <laughs> uh, Javier Calle back to Colombia, which, by the way, when he came here, they said he was a speed guy. Okay. Well, he was he was hurt also. He got hurt. Yeah. Well, not not too fast when you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, Angelino and Shea Facey all gone. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. The next couple months, we're gonna see who they who they hire, uh, what players are gone, what players come in. Uh, so it's gonna be pretty fascinating. So it, you know, it, we started this podcast mid season. We didn't know what it would look like, and uh, uh, 
you know, we were even concerned like, oh, when the season's over, what are we going to be able to talk about? I'll take care of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis, uh, he's like, oh, th- that's not going to be a problem. Oh, uh, what? No, just, <laughs> you know what? Let me, 140 characters. I think I got, I'll have enough juice for the next few months. So, uh, it's, so it's obviously going to be very interesting. Stay with us. Uh, it's going to be pretty great. Uh, so, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk some Euro, uh, football. Uh, in a moment, Wait, you hear what my inside sources think. No, okay. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, stay with us because it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And hey, if you're listening and you hate me, keep listening. We're going to talk Euro. <laughs> We're going to talk the Euro game. All right, we'll see you in a bit. All right. Players need to show if they want to be here and to be a part of this because I know the coaching staff does. Christ said. I know the coaching staff cares an awful lot about this club and the job we're attempting to do. I'm not so sure all the players do. Translation gut check time for NYCFC. Like anything with the club, it's hard not to read into those pointed critiques without honing in on the level of investment in the likes of Andrea Pirlo, Frank Lampard, and David Villa. Lampard, for his part, said he respected Kreis's strong stance, but he added he didn't think effort was the issue. But if it's not effort, it's lack of quality. If not quality, it's a lack of chemistry. And if not chemistry, it's a lack of focus. Hell, it's basically all of the above at this point. Clearly something seriously amiss in the Bronx. Premier League and Champions League. There's been a lot of, uh, it's been an interesting week. Yeah, Europe is uh, exciting. Mm -hmm. Really exciting. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I've had some some highs and some really low lows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, obviously, you know, there have been, we've had some injuries. Yeah. With with the Arsenal squad. Which is standard par for the course (laughs) for Arsenal. Just as soon as you love a player, expect him to be out for three months. So it it just... the 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 Premier League match was clearly not much of a preparation for the Champions League match. No, I mean we we seem to be sort of running rampant through the Premier League, which is kind of nice. You yeah. Know? Um. As an Arsenal fan, we're I think, um, at the time of beating uh, Swansea three nil. Uh, first of all, our goal differential is amazing. Uh, you know we're we're second only to, uh. Man City. Man, Man City, who we're, we're even on points, uh, but they're beating us in goal differential. And we know that they've been decimating teams. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I feel pretty good about. They've been slowing down, though. Yeah, they have. Kun Aguero's injury mm-hmm. uh, is giving us a chance to sort of catch up. But um, I will say that we are points ahead where we were at this point last year. Um, if I'm not mistaken, four points ahead of uh, where we were last year um, at this point. So I'm really excited. Obviously, we're progressing. Um, I think what we're seeing is Mesut Ozil really coming to his own in the league. Um, and again, we've talked about this before. MLS is really tough to come in midway through the season. Uh, you, it takes a while to learn it, you know, to learn the league and to learn and understand the athleticism and and how it's called, how the matches are called by the uh, by the officials. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, the Premier League has a year. It takes a year to really learn it. Now, a lot of people have come in right away and have you know have played really well. I mean. You know, Jamie Vardy came from a lower level, so he kind of understands the English game. Um, but someone like Alexis Sanchez, I think, played pretty well his first year. He mm-hmm. wasn't automatic. 
but he played pretty well. And Mesut Ozil has been getting a lot of slack for being lazy and not running and not not being a world class. I think he's proven this year. He's broken records. He has the most um, assists per ninety minutes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Is the okay? Um, he's the John Stockton of the. He Premier is the League. John Stockton. Yeah, the the zero <laughs> flair looks like an accountant. <laughs> very uh, very high shorts. Yeah, also. yeah, super high shorts. We want to see them. We want to see them thighs, baby. Don't let me. I, I can see. I can. I want to see what them thigh pieces look like before I buy this bucket of chicken. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, he's uh, he's clearly playing really like. You know how a forty-five million dollar player should play, uh, and I say all of that to say that is what I thought before uh, Bayern Munich. Although he played exceptionally well at Bayern Munich, but as well as you're going to play, like, you think you think he, uh, you, you know, you think he he threw the match for his German it, yeah. compatriots. Yeah, uh, <laughs> his, his pledge of allegiance was to uh, Germany. He's, yeah, uh, I think if if he were you or I, and I think if most players are the way you and I would be, we would want to we would want to wreck them, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you want to prove to all the Bayern fans in the stands that you know you're you're as good, and they say you're not as good, you know. You, you want to do that. And Bayern being the most powerful team in the world right now, you know, it used to be Barca and Real. I think Bayern is that team at the moment. They're, you know, they're unstoppable. We beat them. We beat them last year at their house. They're beating us. We beat them this year at our house. Uh, so we go back to their home. We go to Allianz. And uh, wow. I really thought we were going to. <laughs> At least try. Yeah, I mean, how about how about get off the bus? I thought we would get off the It'd bus. Step into the arena. Just and and I feel, I feel like somewhat at odds because I kind of don't care about Champions League this year, and I know a lot of Arsenal fans. Some feel the way I do because I think we should put all of our eggs in the league. That's the basket we should put all of our just throw. Our, put all our eggs in the league. It's not a real statement people make. Uh, put all our eggs in the league basket because, uh, like, if you're Chelsea, you put all your eggs in the Champions League basket. That seems to be the only place where you're still playing Marino, Mourinho ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think yeah, I think you you're the one who posted the tweet. Seems like Willian is the only one who cares about <laughs> Mourinho's job. What does he get a bonus if Mourinho stays on? Exactly. This bad boy. I mean, he's he's the uh, dead ball expert. He's now. been great. He's been he's been so on point. Uh, so yeah, I mean, look, you know, if uh, it's been rumored. Uh, Jason Christ might be hired by Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to uh, intimidate, to not give any training to uh, any any notes to Willian. Just do us a favor. We're going to hire you. Just stand there and don't say anything during training. Uh, he's like, I'm an expert at it. Uh, just ask at not Alexis. Uh, uh, so Arsenal lost to yeah, uh, Bayern Munich. Five, in the one. F- five to one. Uh, yeah. It seemed like they were very, very upset about the the original the the first loss the home loss yeah they they had uh they smelled they saw blood in the water yeah uh, they wanted revenge very they got it yeah yeah they got it and yeah. uh, it, it, it's very clear uh and i'm learning this especially watching some of the champions league games is that uh uh in germany Bayern is, is essentially a lock to win the league every year yeah i mean uh, they're, the Bundesliga. they're the biggest they buy everyone who's good in their own league exactly so the the only thing they really the only real challenge that they have or the only thing that even the fans get excited about is champions league yeah i mean it's you know it's like playing against you and i playing basketball against kids and then every once in a while you play them with, you know, taller kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you know, look, Pep Guardiola's got them playing at a very high level. You've got Arjen Robin, who's looked uh, 48 good. years old for the last decade. <laughs> uh, and he, you know, ready to jump in a pool at any second. Yeah. 
uh, which, by the way, we, I was watching uh, the guy who yelled behind us. It was a, a South American, a Latin American dude uh, behind us at the last NYCFC match when one of the Revs players uh, dived. He dove, mm-hmm. like he flopped, if you will, in yeah, American yeah. speak. And he yelled in Spanish, no es piscina, huevón, which I'm not going <laughs> to say what the last word is. Uh, but no es piscina means it's not a pool, which yeah. I just love. You know, just, I mean, me and a bunch of Spanish guys just turn around. We're all laughing. <laughs> it's funny. That's great. Uh, uh, yeah, but like uh, Arjen Robin, known for that. I mean, he's got these guys playing at a high level. They're great at passing, great in short spaces, man. They You get them near the, 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 the penalty box and they're all, you know, hitting the ground. They're a dangerous team to play. They, they look like the most dangerous team in Europe. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I would say so. And I really love the way uh, that I really love Laurent Blanc is doing with uh, PSG. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the way PSG is playing, and I, you know, I love the way Real Madrid plays when it comes to European competitions. Uh, but my God, right now Bayern is it? And look, I was happy to beat him. I don't care if we lose every other match in the Champions League. I want out of the Champions League. I don't think we need to be stretching our players this far. I don't think we need to worry about it. You know, obviously, Manchester United is not worried about it because they're not playing. (laughs) Uh, Like, we need to be focusing our attention. We need to be focused on our attention on this league. We've won the FA Cup twice in a row. We've done that. Thank you very much. I'm happy if we win it again. I want to win the league. I'm tired of listening to people say we haven't won the league in so many years. I want to win the league. And we actually have a shot at it. So who cares about Champions League? I get it. We get a lot of money from making the knockout stages, and that helps. We're also getting a couple billion dollars from the TV (laughs) rights. And I know everyone else is making that money, but who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Let's get in there. Yeah, that that is an interesting, uh, uh, very different from a lot of other sports where, you know, you can have a you can have a favorite team, but they're also playing in several different uh, uh, tournaments. Uh, right. And yeah, like how do you? Uh, it, it seems like your your like uh, uh, the passion of like for a fan uh, sort of gets uh, uh, split up. Yeah, it gets divided a it little bit. It gets divided and and you know, some yeah, obviously you can have some fans that are very into wanting to win the Champions League and then some who are not. Uh yeah. but it, it it seems like a uh like a, 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 it it creates this division yeah within the fans. I, I don't know, cuz I've never really experienced this. Like if I if NYC and being an Everton fan, you're probably not going to experience it for a while. I mean, we have the Capital One Cup and, <laughs> and uh, uh the we, FA Cup, yeah. <laughs> and uh you know, we won, you lost. Uh yeah. so this well obviously for you it's great cuz it's one less thing you have to care about. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> very happy that we lost the Capital you, One Cup. I'm yeah. out. Uh, here's the thing. I mean, and, and and because of all those things, I think you know. I think a lot of Arsenal fans think back to when we when we won doubles and and all those things, and people can win the treble, winning three cups in a year, and mm-hmm. and those are all amazing, and we'll talk about them forever. I don't do, think. Do they have, also do they get the, the 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 chance to win the all about that base uh, yeah. <laughs> cup as opposed to the treble? <laughs> as opposed, Very well done. No treble. <laughs> Golf ball and uh, hole in one. <laughs> no one's prouder of you than you right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just it had to be done. It did. It was out there. You know, you some, saw the some, moment. Sometimes you know you gotta you gotta you gotta take chances. You know. Yeah, you I gotta tweet dive. them, but you go right for you, it. You gotta dive in that pool. Yeah, it, it is a piscina. Es una piscina. <laughs> we won't. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, the, everyone's proud of when you win that. I don't think we have the team to. I don't think we have the depth to go that many uh, to be able to win that many uh, play in all those competitions. Here's the thing: uh, the league is the most important right now. You know, if you win the league, you get back in the you get back in the uh, Champions League anyway. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if we don't make the knockout stages, let's not stretch out our starters or our first 11 yeah, yeah. so thin to try to win all these different competitions. Because remember, the uh, Premier League a little different than everyone else. We play almost fully through the winter. We barely have a break in the uh, New Year's Christmas time. So we play more, we play more matches than anyone else. Uh, maybe we shouldn't be in the Champions League knockouts. I wish we made it and made the money fine. If we're not going to do it, let the kids get a chance to play. Let's keep our let's keep our first eleven in for the league. The league is the most important, especially with the injuries we've battled, and we've always had to try to make all these comebacks. We don't have to do that this year. We're we're leading the pack. We're right there with it. We're there, we're 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 a puncher's chance away from uh, winning this league if we stay close to Manchester City. I think we need to focus on that. Let Manchester City spread themselves too thin. Let everyone else spread themselves too thin. Leicester City doesn't have to deal with that. And you're going to see that they're going to get an upper hand. And they're in the top four because they don't have to spread themselves so do, thin. Do you think like even uh, the owners uh, have that same mentality? No, because you get a lot of money for making it yeah. to the knockout stages. And I think... You know, the way soccer is where every year you have to spend the money you make. Like, you have to continue to buy. You have to continue to build. Yeah, The owners want to win every single tournament. Yeah. But I will say the amount of TV money we're going to make just for being in the Premier League. I mean, Chelsea might not. They might not be in the Premier League. They might be in the championship next <laughs> imagine, year. Imagine. Uh, honestly, imagine if they get relegated. I'd love it. I would love it. Just Oh, to, my goodness. Oh, God. If they got relegated twice. Oh, that's twice. <laughs> I'd be happy. And I don't hate Chelsea. I just not. Chelsea fans on the internet are atrocious. Uh, and I know some Chelsea fans that are good, good, great people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, watching Chelsea lose would be awesome. Um, well, I guess that's one part of England I can't go to anymore. <laughs> also, we, uh, you know, a, a game I watched, uh, Everton against Sunderland. Uh, fun match. Yeah, uh, a little it, bit back and forth. Initially, it looked like uh, Sunderland was going to, you know, cause the upset. Yeah, Sunderland had, uh, I would say, control of the match for a moment, uh, for yeah, and everything and, and changed. The, and that, it is very interesting because we were watching the 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 Everton match against Arsenal and then against Sunderland, and it's so clear the difference in uh, in who you're competing against. Yeah. I mean, Everton looked like they looked like Arsenal against Everton yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where like you know Everton's a great team and and they 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 do a good job of not playing to their comp competition's level. Like if they yeah. play a lower level team, they run they run all over them yeah. and and that's you know that's the mark of a good team is that you beat the teams you're supposed to beat exactly and every once in a while you beat one of the teams you're not supposed to beat uh, arsenal has the bad habit of doing the reverse you know we're really good against amazing teams and we've often been bad against teams that we should beat mm -hmm. we play to their level or sometimes we take it easy we try to think it's a cakewalk yeah yeah we're not doing that this year but you know everton always a great job always well prepared roberto, roberto martinez had a big old smile on his face throughout this match he needed it after that arsenal match six goals six to two yeah uh, uh, Aruna Kone with uh, with a hat trick, a hat trick, perfect hat trick, perfect hat trick. Header, uh, left foot, right foot. Yeah, and it was uh, it was great. And my new favorite goal celebration. Did oh you yeah, see the it? little zombie walk. Yeah, a little bit hand out, <laughs> kind of a little wiggle as he walked. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little Walking Dead. A lot of fun. Yeah, and I mean, here's someone who you know uh, has been in the league for a while and. Everyone knows he has the skill to do what he's doing right now. And, I mean, what a better pairing. Him and Lukaku. Yeah, they look good. These yeah. guys are starting. I mean, we you saw it a little bit in previous matches that they've been together, sometimes as substitutes and whatnot. You now saw it in Sunderland, I think, was the, the, uh, the solidifying of that uh, relationship. Center backs, we talk about all the time. Center backs, it's a pairing. Mm -hmm. uh, I always talk about Murtisacker and Kachilny, I think, are two great examples. You have Murtisacker, who doesn't run very much. He stays home. Kashilny goes out and, mm -hmm. you know, sweeps the front lawn. You have 
in 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 partnerships if you're going to start two uh, strikers, which most people don't really do anymore. Uh, you have Roberto Martinez doing that, which I don't think he wants. So I think he wants to play the four-two-three-one. But it seems like he's putting Kone and Lukaku in. I mean, they're looking for each other. They're constantly looking for each other. And the one thing I'm seeing out of Lukaku is he now is comfortable knowing someone's on the other post. Someone's going to make a late run. Someone's yeah. going to do those other things. I can focus on this. And Lukaku's biggest strength is. He has a very quick shot, and I think he's very good at poaching. You know, he's he can make space for himself. He's he's dangerous on the on the counter as well. But the one thing I like about him is he's dangerous inside the box. Kone is seeing to me seems like someone who can do that when when Lukaku's outside the box, and he can play the reverse role. He could feed, and you see these guys looking for each other as an Everton fan. That's got to make you excited because now you have, you know, when you have possession, you have two dangerous options. Well, that 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 goal, that head, the the header that Kone did, yeah, uh, was great. But the pass from Lukaku, Lukaku did that. He 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 kicked with his left. I mean, he was pretty much wide open. Yeah, and he crossed it with the outside of his foot. Oh, nice curl! With the le- oh my god. Yeah, it almost it almost seemed unnecessary. Yeah, it was yeah. just like oh, okay. Well, I, now you're just showing yeah, off too like, much flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was such a uh, like I even you know I've been playing in that rec league. Uh, you know, every week, every Sunday. Yeah. Tell us about your rec league as compared rec- to the Premier League. So, but, so I saw that. And, and, you know, from time to time when we're like practicing before the match, I'm like, oh, let me try to do this shot and yeah. all and these passes. And, you know, let me try to hit outside of, uh, uh, outside of the boot like Roberto Carlos or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm t- like not, not, I know that soccer is a difficult game to mm-hmm. master i'm very aware of that yeah but when you're, you're <laughs> this but, but when you actually like try some of the things that they do yeah. it's like that is un it's impossible and by the way you were doing that with a dead ball imagine <laughs> I, the ball oh, rolling exactly. and moving like you have to i mean you have to have a very the ball has to be like an extension of your foot yeah you have to have a, such an intimate knowledge of how science works and, and pressure circulating well, I, the ball. I, I played I played three games uh, and we and we play sixty minute matches, so it's like you're actually you're really trying, you know. Yeah, that's I, another reason why I'll never <laughs> join this ranking. So the the uh, the last game I played, uh, it, I'm I'm just so uh, like. I get so easily frustrated because this just—it's like it's like you know American football where where in any given Sunday it's a game of inches or yeah. you know uh, so th- they were like they were like uh, uh, there was one cross that uh, you know it's like you have to position I, like I had a good opportunity for a shot yeah crossed it pretty quickly uh, but all I really had to do you know in theory was uh, just sort of position my body correctly and then yeah. take the shot but the ball comes so, so quickly you have to make such a split second decision so like i have this like i always, I always had a respect for strikers especially because we think especially even we were, we're watching the games live we're like come on just yeah. kick the damn thing uh, put in the goal it's not that hard <laughs> it's not that yeah. big deal. but when, when you know in actual game in real speed, time especially uh, you know in, in a professional league speed yeah where the defender is well trained to stop what you're about to do uh, correct you're playing against, you know, uh, you, you know, know a bunch a garbage of, men. Exactly. Yeah, you're playing they were hung. The, they're hungover from yeah, the night before. Yeah, you're <laughs> playing against a fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, the the ball's coming, but there's there's this uh, uh, this newfound respect I definitely have for players that that not only do they kick it correctly or kick it strong, but they can position their body in a split second to kick it insanely accurately. Yeah. 
unbelievable. There was there was another cross that I in and and I it, it is like my nom where I have flashbacks of like <laughs> if I could have just been I could have just saved yeah. Jolly if ah, I was just there. <laughs> Bobby would make it home. But there was a there was a, a, a corner kick. And for most corners, they never come to me or they're never really accurate. I can't really get ahead on it or anything. Yeah. And it crossed and it went right. It was right in front of the keeper, too fast for the keeper to get. So somebody had to go for it. All the defenders thought somebody else was going to get it. And I was the only person who was going to be able to get it. And I did not. Uh, I Instead of running towards the ball and trying to kick it, I I, uh, uh, and this is, I, I think, a, a, a thing that you have to get used to as a player where I, instead of going towards the ball, I put my leg out towards the ball, which is not giving the ball as much strength. You're not, you're not, you, can't, you can't kick it with much strength yeah. if you're just like sticking your leg out yeah. as opposed to uh, getting sort of like the, the center of your body. And building momentum towards it. Correct. Yeah. And, and I just swung and I just missed, but I wasn't accurate. But I'm like, oh, if I just would have run. Yeah. Uh, one more foot as opposed to just sticking my leg out yeah. like a douche. And you know what's funny? Like when you think about like guys like Ramsey and Alexis and Chicharito when they do these like little back heels in front of the goal. Yeah. Could you imagine the pressure oh. of like like when Josie Altador played for the Red Bulls? I remember when he was talking about going to Europe and they're like, he's just a smasher of the ball. He's one of the guys that like he gets close to goal. He just smashes the ball as hard as he can. That's your first instinct because you're like, I'm not messing this up. I'm yeah. putting everything I got behind this thing. I'll, I'll take the goalkeeper's hands off. You know what I mean? Before <laughs> I do a little fancy flick to hopefully get it in an open spot. When those guys do that, I'm like, man, the pressure. They, I mean, if you get it, it looks great. But if you don't, you're an idiot. You know, yeah. and they're booing and throwing stuff at you. Takes uh, it obviously uh, such a it takes some mental capacity. Yeah. To to and and. Like a, a like a calmness of nerves. Yeah. Because there's something ice wh- cold, ice running through when your the, veins. Especially when you're near goal and the ball's like uh, coming towards you, or like you have a chance to make a move. Like there's so much going on. You just think like there's so much pressure of like uh, uh, everyone's relying on me. Yeah, to course. make this. Yeah, and, the last thing you want to do is look like a fool. Yeah. So there's not many people. So you look like an idiot. I looked at. Well, I didn't look like an idiot necessarily. Right. Uh, but the guy who, who crossed the ball was like, on a scale of one to my tweet, how would you say <laughs> how much of a need? But you know like? what? This, this is the first time this has happened. The, the guy who, who gave me those two crosses, I, I told him, I was like, uh, uh, I was like, oh, sorry about the, cause uh, the corner kick. I was like, oh man, sorry. I missed that. And he's like, it happened twice. Reminding me that I messed up the yeah, first time. The previous, yeah. Time. So it, it, he was actually mad at me. Well, here's the thing. I mean, imagine you put it on a dish for somebody. Yeah. And you make a meal out of it. I mean, get it in there. Yeah. You know? So you know, you think it's just like some silly, just fun, a friendly, fun, friendly little wreck. No, some, this guy's <laughs> looking for stats. This guy, was, he's checking squawka.com yeah, yeah. for, for his for his for stats. Yeah, he has scouts looking yeah, are you at him. Kidding me? He's trying, he's trying to build those numbers up. He wants that baseball card to look good for his kid. Uh, yeah. So it gets it gets pretty real. Yeah, it's pretty real. It's, you know when soccer players like they can't they don't run far enough they'll they'll do the clapping and they'll give the thumbs up like giving thank you for the feed mm-hmm. thank you for sending me the ball sorry I couldn't get to it you're doing that and people's like doing like the stroke the finger across the <laughs> neck one more time and you're out. <laughs> 
they bench you for like a, a girl in a wheelchair and you're like come on that's not that's not even allowed out yeah, here. yeah. Uh, man it's uh, I, I i'm enjoying uh being connected to the game that emotionally right even if someone's mad at me i'm like oh you know what you gotta love it when they get mad at yeah you, so that means they care next time i'm gonna try harder look i'm talking about it i'm yeah. talking about how mad he was at me because it really affected me right i mean that's that was your version it, of my it, tweet there yeah you go. It, it was the the you know the, you the, bottled it the the, the david villa whenever he he looks at another player and it's like yeah raises his hands well we know that's because he gets no direction <laughs> maybe maybe you need to take that guy off to the side and say tell me where it's gonna be and i'll i'll, I'll smash it home for you um one other uh, i mean you know what Let, we should just not do a third segment we just yeah, talk we about it now one. yeah this we've been fine. doing it. we've been good uh huge news uh in uh you know in spanish and french soccer yeah we we sort of alluded to we've it been before. talking about it. uh so uh uh, Karim Benzema, uh, uh, winger or stri- striker? What does he play on? on uh, forward. He, they, they forward, forward, forward. Uh, yeah, uh, for Real Madrid would make a great hold-up forward for Arsenal. Uh, he he uh, he also plays with the French national team. Yeah. Uh, obviously, last World Cup he didn't look that great. Yeah, uh, you know, as or not as good as he looks for Real Madrid. But yeah. he uh, he's a real. <laughs> he's real. Real. Really real. <laughs> That's that real. Real <laughs> AF Madrid. It's going down, son. Uh so real. He was uh he's involved in uh an investigation for uh uh for blackmail for uh uh a sex tape that is involving another player on the French This is his team. second uh investigation because he was Caught up in the underage prostitute thing a which few he, years ago, which he was cleared for. He was cleared. So good. For, I mean, so Seems we know like he, he's getting his so, hands in everything. So we know he's a good guy. He was cleared. Yeah, he's cleared. <laughs> Never happened. Uh, you know that she went on to become uh, Kim Kardashian. No, <laughs> kind of. Uh, she's a, she's a celebrity now. She's a reality star, and yeah. she's Carl Lagerford's muse. The designer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's become his muse. And she gets told that she kind of looks like Beyonce. Okay. So she went from underage prostitute to star of the fashion scene. That's how it is, man. That's Paris, baby. Yeah. France. I mean, is there anywhere else where that could happen (laughs) besides a movie called Pretty Woman or just every day in Paris? I mean, if you're a good looking woman and you are... uh, you know, because for a lot of women, it, they don't want to show their sexuality publicly. It's like you usually. Well, yeah, there's still some of that, like you know, the shame, or like yeah, there's a, yeah. There's, a, there's a shame associated with it. And I think you and I and all the cooligans that are listening all stand on the side of feel free to show your sexuality. We're very <laughs> pro woman here. Uh, of know. course, of course, yeah, yeah, we're not against that. No, not but at all. But society. Unless you're my wife, then you're, no, I'm kidding. Anyway, <laughs> so, society Emails. sort of suggests, uh, you know, to, puts a lot of pressure on women to not really American society. American, yeah, to, to be so sexual uh, yeah. and things like that. So the idea of a of uh, of I, obviously no one supports prostitution right uh, well i mean well, unless it's their own decision it's their right. own decision but it is illegal human mo- trafficking or whatnot especially <laughs> someone who's underage can't make those those exactly. decisions uh but then when again it, kim kardashian in a sex tape and she's they just put her on a cover of a magazine i think it was glamour and they called them the first family america's first family exactly so th- there's something that's happening in, and maybe it's because of pornography that's making uh sex tapes not it's so shameful anymore. Like, well, I think a lot of people, uh, Kim Kardashian and and Paris Hilton, yeah. they've been around long enough for, you know, young 
teenagers to grow up with them. With the idea of that being okay. No, well, the not idea, to say it isn't. Uh, they've grown up with the idea that these are celebrities, right? And they don't know how they became celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. Kim Kardashian is just a famous person on TV. Yeah. She's not. To us, she's this girl that got famous off a sex tape. Right. But now it, it's almost even if they find out she was on a sex tape, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's it's like it's not that At big a deal point, anymore. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have one? Like Snapchat littered with it. Like you know, that's. So I mean, look at this point. What I mean, remember the what was it called? The fappening where all like uh, all the celebrities' yes, phones yes. were hacked. I mean, at this point, if you didn't have one, you're like, come on, prude. Exactly. You know, you gotta start. <laughs> the culture is changing. Pics, yeah, culture is changing. Yeah, uh, but in France, that does not need to change. <laughs> uh, he got caught up in that, but he did get cleared of that, uh, and then he gets taken in for questioning because uh, Valbuena apparently has. Uh, some type of a sex tape that people are trying to hold over his head. At this point, everyone knows. I release the thing. Who gives it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the player uh, Matthew oh, oh, Matu Matu Mateo uh, Valbuena. Uh, so he apparently he has a sex tape that exists, that, and somebody owns it. And the person who who is in possession of it is. Uh, uh, a childhood friend of Karim Benzema. Yeah. So uh, Karim Benzema, uh, French by way of Algeria. Correct. Uh, so we're not sure if it's a. I mean, it's a. It's French. Are we are, are we questioning? Should we question all of Algeria? Yeah, Is all that, of. I, all, I feel like you're what, questioning 20, the 000? ethics of all of. About <laughs> twenty thousand people. How many people in Algeria? <laughs> uh, uh, well, the USA did beat them in the last second. Uh, yeah. So yeah, of Algerian descent. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it if it's a childhood friend of his because I, I believe he lived in Algeria for, for a while. Okay. But I'm whatever. It's the French investigation. Um, yeah, so apparently he's a childhood friend. So they knew that they had a conversation about the tape. Yeah. They knew that uh, Valbuena, apparently Valbuena snitched and said that uh, Karim Benzema had a conversation with him. So the investigation was, <laughs> and I love the way the French police said it, uh, they were like, we need to find out whether he was giving him advice yeah. on what to do so with what, being blackmailed on a sex tape, which seems like a footballer's. How, how do you think Benzema approached Valbuena about this? I'll be, I'll be Valbuena, you're Benzema, go, go ahead. Do we have to do the accents? <laughs> do, do you want to do? I don't know what like a this. half Algerian, half French accent sounds like. Do you want to do like me? I don't know why, I just went deeper. That's all I know. I... If I'm, if I'm, all right, I'll play. Yes. Okay. I'm Kareem, okay? I'm you, Kareem. You're yeah. Kareem. I, I am, I am. Matu. 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 Matu, get over here. Buena. Come here. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Kareem, how are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you for, we've been on this pitch for a while. Thank you for finally asking me how I am doing. Uh, I don't know why I'm starting to sound Argentinian, but I promise this is Kareem Benzema. Uh, I have a question for you. I have a friend who seems to know something about you. Ooh, oh, this this sounds very erotic. Yes, well, it it is because it's a video on the cellular phone of you uh, having uh, relations that are very French uh, with someone, and it, they are not your wife. Well, Karim, what what is this? <laughs> it is a sex tape it, that you apparently are in. How? Who has this? Oh, I well, a good friend of mine. And might I say, I've seen it. Good job. <laughs> you have very flexible. <laughs> oh, the, well, you should not be laughing. This is very serious. Mer merci, merci. <laughs> <laughs> Both of our long cigarette holders are touching, <laughs> which oddly enough also happens on the tape. <laughs> I can see your baguette. Oh, oh okay. Well, Karim, it it sounds like you are 
extorting me. No, no, I'm having a conversation that this other person is going to extort you. Oh. And I'm on his behalf. Apparently, I'm an agent for him. I am here <laughs> to tell you that uh, you should definitely pay him lots of money. And the worst thing you could do is go to the police and tell them that I was in any way, shape, or form involved in this because nobody likes snitches. <laughs> Uh, well, Karim, I, I think I'm going to go to the police oh. and, tell, and tell them you are involved. I wave a white flag because <laughs> I am French. <laughs> now okay. where? Where okay. do I put these French fries? <laughs> That's, I ran out of food references. Let's just go eat escargot <laughs> and not go to work. <laughs> well... It sounds like... And that's the end of our tape that we recorded. <laughs> we recorded that conversation of, of obviously, Karim Benzema and that was, it, of that, but that was a very That was a very real conversation. Yeah, very real. Again, I have inside sources everywhere. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it sounds like he's... I, I don't see how he can... Like, I don't he see, admitted to having that conversation, not being I don't see how friendly he, advice. Exactly. He says, I was talking. I don't know how he cannot get in trouble, especially since he had that conversation... Well, what he when he if he's saying, uh, uh, if I so let's say you had a sex tape, right? Mm. And I n- knew the person who had it. Yeah, but, but all of you need new eyes if you <laughs> watch me have sex. That's for God's sake. And then I go up to you yeah. and say, "Hey, man, the dude who has a sex tape t- told me he has it, and he you should you should give him a million bucks because he's gonna put it out." Yeah. How I don't even understand how me, by me telling you that how am I not implicated somehow in some in some way I mean yeah because it sounds like a threat you are you're you're aiding in that and and I don't know French law you know they could be like oh you owe him three pieces of prosciutto or something like that. they could <laughs> you be know, very well, odd well the the penalty if he gets uh uh if he gets uh charged with this if he's found guilty he is the minimum is five years in prison. The it's minimum, not a good, not a good look. Well, I mean, and that's because we all think of French people and how and sexually open they are and yeah, all that stuff. Cool, but think of that concept: is that if you're just involved in some blackmail, you're not even the one sort of uh, uh, perpetrating it. Yeah, you are. That's how important sex is to France. That it's yeah. like you do not. Yeah, don't mess. Don't mess. Yeah. Don't mess with my ability to uh, uh, to have sex with people uh, that are not my wife and film it. Yeah. Uh, don't mess with that. Well, you know, Arsene Wenger got caught cheating on his wife a couple years ago, and he was like, "Yes, it's okay. My wife knows about it." <laughs> and like, there's just, it's such a different culture. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, you caught somebody cheating? Wow, big wow!" You know, <laughs> hey, hey, Sherlock over here. You know, yeah, it's everybody's doing it. You know, you figured it out while you were cheating. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, such a common. But this seems like, first of all, then why is Matu Valbuena so? What is he worried about? Why is he worried about it? I mean. And everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, it's okay. You cheated. You recorded it. Good on you." you yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then, congratulations. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna care. So you, I don't are, know. you are officially a man now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, welcome to France. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Stop being so American. I yeah. didn't know that you were allowed on the French national team without a sex tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know how many guys have struggled to get a good sex tape? Like we try to get a good comedy tape. They're like, "Oh, the lighting is not right. They need a much better hotel." Uh, Spelled H O E. So you, I mean, you have this sex tape. I mean, I, unless I'm assuming maybe it's with a guy, maybe, and that could ruin his chances. Uh, you know, uh, he'll, and, he'll just get a promotion. He'll get a raise. Yeah, they're like, okay, well, of course, <laughs> try new things. You know, <laughs> hey, we all have baguettes. Uh, 
But like, I don't know. I'm assuming maybe there's maybe it's an underage person again. Maybe maybe uh, Kareem Benzema knew, you know, has the hookup for underage girls. I don't know. There there must be something in there that's damning. And I hate to say like oh, everybody in France cheats, but it seems like culturally they're at least a bit more okay with it than we are here. Yeah. Um, like here, you know, you you know, Wiener and all those guys lost their jobs. Um, you know, it seems like here we're a bit more prude uh, when it comes to that, um, or Puritan, if you will. Uh, I always assumed France was very open about it. So, I mean, it's very frustrating. Here's the other thing. Karim Benzema didn't even like, like no comment. He just straight up was like, nah, it's true. Yeah. That's my homie. (laughs) Jeez, my God, give yourself some separation, dude. Be like, look, I met the guy once. At least he told me to tell him. I thought he was going to help him. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Or at least like talk to my lawyer. He was like, no, no, no. Hey, boy. It's just it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to restore them. What's the problem? It, it, it seems like a very uh, uh, look. If you're a, a multi-millionaire athlete and, so, yeah. and and your childhood friend says, "Yo, talk to your boy." Yeah, I got I got a sex tape of him. What's he gonna do? Yeah. Uh, so this guy, all of a sudden, he's from <laughs> he's from Queens. Hey, this is what I want you to do, Kareem. You know me. We've been friends forever. Yes, I know you. Yes. Yeah, look at us. Uh, We're on the seven train, of course. Yeah, of course. Come on, buddy. I just think going local express. I can't tell. Diamond Circle. What is it? All right. Anyway, so you got a friend. Hey, your buddy that at work. Tell him I got a sex tape of him. All right. I do it on the slide. If you're a, an intelligent or even just rational person, you would be like. Dude, I'm not getting involved in that. Yeah, here's the other thing. Imagine how that guy feels. Like, whoa, whoa, you admitted to this? You snitching? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's implicating the guy now. Like, now that guy is, like, fully implicated. Like, that's for sure now. Yeah. This guy's guilty. So he's like, whoa, shut your mouth, you know? Uh, these these French soccer players, we got we to gotta do a background check on Anthony uh, Martial. Martial, we gotta, Martial, <laughs> whatever you have. What what's, what's, what's he, he going to say about Rooney? What's, huh? he, what's he been up to? Mm-hmm. Huh? What conversations is he having in the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is he uh, does he have some sex tape where he's like yeah. whipping and naying or something? Yeah, yeah which we is gotta, very I don't know what rude. these teenagers are doing these days. Very rude to the person <laughs> on the bed waiting for you, but you're practicing your dance moves. What's Thierry Horny doing? Huh? Maybe that's not how you pronounce his name, but another French guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting uh, story. I yeah. Mean, and I, a, I, uh, last we heard, he's back at training with Real Madrid. Real Madrid yeah. says they're standing behind, uh, standing behind him. Not much you can do when he wants to get when they, uh, you know, he's going to get arrested. It's not like you could hide him in Spain. Spain's going to extradite him. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, hey, uh, Eurozone, they could go over there and just uh, arrest the guy. Sure. So we'll see. I, it's, it's very interesting. It's something you don't really hear about sports. You know, hear about in sports in American sports. I feel like all this would be not covered up, but at least taken care of. Um, you know, look, I mean, you know, you Roethlisberger's running around having sex with whoever he wants to, whether they sure. want to or not. And uh, I mean, definitely, I feel like uh, when it comes to soccer player gossip, there it, it's a little. Uh, uh, you know, it has more of a uh, of a sexy plot line. As yeah, opposed it's like to, soap opera. You know, it, uh, you know, NFL players. When we hear bad things, it's like, you know, it, it would have been it, it, if this was an NFL player. It's a sex tape where he, uh, you know, hit the girl. Yeah, you know? like yeah, it yeah, just, yeah. It's something rude. It just very violent and yeah. terrible. Uh, but, but like these guys are banging each other's wives and. So so much awesome! It's like soap opera. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like yeah, it's bad stuff. It's hurtful, but it's like oh, I'm interested in this. Yeah, in yeah. This oh, guy. all right, all right. Yeah, kind of like victimless crimes. A lot of victimless <laughs> crimes, except yeah. Valbuena. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, uh, more like Val Malo. <laughs> Okay, I had my bad one, and you yeah, had. Yeah, well, I knew I had to meet yours and exceed it, and I think I did. 
uh all right man uh this has been fun this has been fun another you know i think this has been uh a good preface for a lot of uh interesting stories that are gonna be coming out in the next couple yeah. months and we're- i mean look we're gonna continue to cover nycfc but it looks like you know the uh the world of football is feeding us some amazing storylines yeah also uh mls playoffs this sunday uh, oh man i'm really excited about the uh, second FC leg Dallas yeah. versus um uh, what is it? Not not Portland. Who are they playing? Oh, FC man. Dallas is playing Vancouver. Uh, no. Who are they playing? Oh come on! I should know this. That's. Uh, are we gonna edit this out? That's the real question. See how fast we get it. Oh boy! Looking it up. Seattle. Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. Them versus Seattle. Seattle won the first leg. Uh, that's going to be really exciting. Uh, FC Dallas versus Seattle. I'm really looking forward to that match, man. That first one was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fun to watch. Uh, I love the way FC Dallas plays. I really do. Uh, just, just really fun to watch. Uh, uh, Montreal Columbus Crew. It's going to be another good another one. Another great one. Montreal. How far can Montreal go? Can they win this whole thing? They, I think, I think they they'd can... be the first team to bring someone in and just win outright. <laughs> I mean, you know, Drogba looks like he's really enjoying his time. 38 years old. 38 years old. Running laps around uh, guys half his age. Holding on to goalie's legs. Oh, boy. <laughs> Never let go, Jack. <laughs> Never let go. Uh, you, can, uh, you can see it. Hashtag. I don't know if you haven't seen it, but you can look up the soccer coolers and you can see that what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, and we have uh, hashtag uh, Drogba uh, leg lock. Some amazing memes that have come out of okay. it. Okay. Oh, my God. Some <laughs> of the funniest memes ever. Uh, you know, again, the MLS community, they really jump up for things like this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun to be had. Uh, MLS playoffs, it's super exciting. We got Europe that we're talking about. Um, you know, a lot of things happening. We yeah. might have some special guests coming up that we're trying to set up for you guys. yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. We're trying to be, we're trying to make this exciting and fun. What you could do to help us, um, if you love what you're listening to, if you're still listening to at this point, one, call our hotline. Uh, that would be absolutely awesome. The number is 646 598 8721. That's 646 598 8721. Call us, leave us a message with your favorite, uh, your, your best moment of the season, toughest moment of the season. Um, and uh, changes for next year. And we have some really big surprise guests yeah. that have left us messages, guys. We got some big, big names that have left us some messages. Uh, so we're going to play some of those for you in, uh, you know, in the upcoming episode. Uh, the really, really ex- exciting stuff. Yeah, so call happen. in and you can be, you know, you can be on the episode with uh, some other fun people. Yeah, and we'll, we'll make sure to, you know, credit whoever it is, um, unless you want to be anonymous. But if you want, uh, if you want credit, uh, feel free to give us your name and your Twitter. Uh, again, 646 Eight eight seven two one, uh, and we were talking about eighty eight is uh, Pier, uh, is Poku, seven is David Villa, and then you got twenty one is Pirlo. So, Correct. Yeah. So there you go. A little uh, Poku via Pirlo is the phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to us. Let us know. You could always tweet at us at uh, Soccer Cooligans. I'm at Not Alexis. I'm at Chris Polanco. Thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans podcast. Peace.